Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest. She is an NCAA All-American for the University of Texas, and we've got big news regarding her, her extra year of eligibility today. We are sitting down with Evie Pfeiffer. Hello. <laughs> coming back for your for your fifth year of eligibility as a Texas Longhorn that's super exciting I'm sure for the program for you for for swim fans um, because I think I've uh, at least for me I've talked to a lot of seniors who are like I'm done I had a good four years I had a good run totally understandable but uh, you might actually be the first person I've talked to who's like 100% I am doing this again so can you explain this decision to me um, especially with your events, you know, it's some of the easiest events to be like, yeah, I want to do this again. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously like last year when NCS was canceled, I mean, everyone was devastated. Um, but I think as, you know, kind of the summer went on and just the uncertainty of everything moving forward, um, I was, I, I don't know. I couldn't really get over it. I was like, I, like, I'm not ready to be done. Like, I want four NC2As. I, you know, like, I don't want to go out on this year. And I had made that decision, like, you know, in the summer. I was like, I want to, if there's a way to make this happen, like, I want this to be able to happen. Um, and then, um, I mean, part of that was, um, like, I wanted the full, I wanted, you know, four NC2As. But um, I also um, won't be finished with school this year. I need a ninth semester to finish my engineering degree. So um, I'll have a little bit of school carrying over next year anyway. Um, but then um, as like the summer went on and we were um, starting uh, the college season in the fall, uh, we were still kind of waiting on to see if like the Institute would even grant like eligibility for like another year for winter sports. Um, so we were waiting for that to come through. And then it was also a matter of like, would Texas be involved in like, you know, carrying on scholarship, like things like that. Um, but it ended up, you know, uh, I found out in October ish, maybe that, you know, things would work out, uh, that way. And yeah. So since then, I mean, yeah, I've been committed. I'm ready. I want to do it again. College swimming is so fun. The mile 4am 500, they're long ones, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I have great training groups at Texas. Um, I don't know. I love racing. I love dual meets. Put me in a thousand in a dual meet. I'll still race it. It's fine, you know. But um, yeah, I, I've I've wanted to come back since you know since the start of all of this. So that that's really cool to hear, and really, I, I'm sure it makes the decision a lot easier to know for you to have known that for such a long time now. Um, uh, so a couple questions I want to ask for the first of which, if you're comfortable sharing, if not, just say pass, um, did, did your scholarship carry over? Um, because I think that's a gray, you know, a, a question mark for a lot of people in this situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think the way it worked out with Texas is that, um, for my like class specifically, um, 
our athletic director um, said that he would make a continuation of scholarships um, for my class because the spring he um, made that decision for the spring sports who didn't really get their season to start when Corona first like started. So he made that decision for spring sports. And then as the fall and winter sport eligibility came in from the NC2A, um, our athletic director was like, we will continue this for the other seasons of sports as well. Um, so because of my class, I kind of found the perfect like timing wise to get um, that help uh, through Texas still. Um, and that doesn't um, count against um, like our team's money specifically for other scholarships for like other classes coming in. So that way um, everybody's happy still. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's, that seems like a, a great situation and congrats to you for getting, getting the scholarship that you rightfully earned and getting that fourth NCAA is that's, that is really exciting. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so then speaking of NCAAs, you know, you were coming off of a really, a really good performance at, at the 2021 NCAAs. Um, can you talk about that performance and just, did you feel like it was going to be a good one heading in, especially having lost the 2020 NCAAs? Yeah. So I think going into this, this NCAAs, um, I, w I was ready for it. I wanted to do what I know I could have done um, the year before. Um, so like my junior year, I felt like I was kind of on a more of a comeback year. I didn't like my sophomore year, NC2As as much. Um, so junior year, you know, I was coming back. I was like, this is it. I'm going to do what I need to do, um, which, you know, didn't end up happening. But um, yeah, carrying that through this year, it was like, you know, now is finally the opportunity. Like it's actually happening. Like, um, so it was, it was I was ready to like do what do what I knew I could do. Um, I think our our whole team this year was very young, <laughs> so it was very interesting um, getting to be one of the few people who had been to um, not just one NC Toys already, but a couple before. Because um, the majority of our team, I think, outside of me and two other girls, nobody else had been to an NC Toys. <laughs> Um, so it was interesting taking on that more of like a leadership role of the team, but, um, yeah, all our, all our freshmen, sophomores, everybody did really great, um, considering it was their first NC2As and that was most of our team. So, yeah, I like you said, it was a really young team. You guys finished third overall, uh, which seems like a really great accomplishment, um, for the UT program. How did you feel about your performances, particularly uh, second in the 500 with a PB, second in the mile with a PB, fifth in the 4 a.m.? Was that a PB also? I think I had gone 404 at Big 12s. I think 405 at NCs. Um, but yeah, it was close. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was I was really happy with that. I really wanted Joanna's record in the 500. Um, <laughs> her team record was... I think it was 435.07. And I maybe went like four oh wait, 435.05 or something. So I got it by a couple hundreds. <laughs> um, I, I, I've been looking at that record like the past couple of years. And um, Joanna's been a great training partner. But um, yeah, so she helped me get there for sure. But I, yeah, I really wanted her record. So obviously really happy with the second place. Um, Paige Madden, Brooke Forty. 
uh, you know, that's a fast heat. Um, but I was really excited to actually, you know, race a 500 instead of, I feel like most of the year I was just kind of swimming it, um, in some open water, um, which is good too, but it, it comes a lot easier, um, in a race. So that was, that, that was fun. Um, and then, uh, the mile I was happy with as well. I actually dropped time. Wasn't expecting that the mile is just like, I dive in and I try to, you know, shuffle through some music in my head, <laughs> hang in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see some girls in my heat. Um, so again, yeah, it was fun being in a race for that as well. Um, I was not as happy with my 4am, you know, there's some room, uh, to make that better. But, um, yeah, again, just like overall being able to be in the, some of those like big girl heats, those fast heats, uh, again, after not having done that for so long, um, it was sort of intimidating at first, but it, it was so much better. I like, I forgot how fun it is to race and how much easier races are like when you're thinking about racing rather than just, you know, pushing yourself, pushing your own pace. So it's good. Yeah. You bring up a good point. Um, because not only, you know, did we lose a, a big chunk of time to racing because of COVID, but also I think at Texas, you know, you can kind of get on an Island sometimes, right. Being in the big 12, there's not a lot of that top level competition. Um, I, th I think Carol does a pretty good job at getting you guys good competition and dual meets throughout the year, but, um, but still, you know, not having that big conference meet, I mean, as it, as a distance swimmer, how do you feel like that does affect you? Cause you said, you know, a lot of the times I'm swimming the 500 in open water. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, as far as meets go, I, you know, going into like some of our conference meets, dual meets, like, et cetera, like, I know, like, I have to push it. And like, I know, I just have to prepare for that more mentally. I think like, I'm going to be very aware of my own pain while I'm swimming this. Like, it's not, I'm not going to have the distraction <laughs> of people around me um, to break that up. But, um, but like in the co conference, you know, I've had, I had Kelly Pash all year in the 4am to race. Like, that was great. I train with Madison. Um, she's ridiculous, you know, <laughs> um, I've trained with Joanna when we've done like dual meets or like fake meets with a timing system, like, um, Madison will do a 4am with me. Joanna does the 500 still. So like I'll have people to race, um, you know, here, here and there, but, uh, definitely, um, at conference, it's just like, you know, I'm aware of my own pain and it's fine. I just have to like prepare for that, like a little bit more instead of preparing to race and like position myself in a field. Um, but yeah. So, so do you feel like that's something you have to prepare for maybe even more so than racing a big field like at NCAAs, uh, because you get that excitement of racing a big field and it's like, well, this kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I definitely noticed the NCs, you know, I would be behind the blocks kind of sort of feeling that same stress. Like, okay, like I got to go out. I got to push it. I can't, you know, I have to go out fast enough, but it's, you know, you're in the big heat at NCs, you dive in and everybody else is right there. And you're just like, you know, racing and watching other people. And so I did feel like I remember getting out of the pool after some of the races at NCs being like, wow, like that hurt. Like it hurt less than I thought it would. You know, everybody says that, you know, it's, you, know, you get out of the race and you're like, yeah. but um, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was so like, that was so nice. Like, I, like, I didn't realize it until I did those races at NCs that like, I've really been having to put that much more energy to get going for um, races throughout the year. Um, but I'm like, yes, this is, this is swimming. This is the part, you know, that I've missed. This is the part that, that is fun. So 
yeah. Th- throughout this season, and obviously it's been, you know, a weird one with COVID, um, do, do you feel like you have put more of an emphasis on having, you know, feeling that pain during your races in the goal as a goal? Um, or do you have time goals for, for your in-season swims? Um, I mean, for in-season, um, like throughout the year, we did different like kind of fake meets with timing systems. Like, you know, they do, men do Eddie Reese invite, they'll do like 300s, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we've kind of, we kind of picked up on that a little bit this year since without the dual meets. Um, and so those kind of races lend themselves to, you know, focus on going out for a fast, like do a fast 150 going out like it's, you know, your 500 or like that sort of like pacey feel like time's not as important, but it's more of like, you know, put yourself in the race. Like, how do you feel, um, swimming that shorter, that modified distance. Um, but like with, you know, the visualizing actually doing, um, the full event. So I think there was a lot more of that, um, this year. And I think that that did help, um, Normally, I'm not somebody who um, knows pace times very well. Uh, Again, I like racing. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this year I did, I feel like I sat down with Carol more. Um, We really went through like some 4am splits. And I feel like I did a lot more 4am pace sets like, you know, go this time, like do 100 fly, go this time, like um, do 50, like do the 250 backs, go these times. so doing that, like help drill in more of a pace, like without having, um, always having a race next to me. Um, also, you know, the mile math is always fun. <laughs> I really don't even know what my mile pace is. Um, but you know, sitting down and being like, okay, I went this time. I remember how that felt. I think I can recreate it. Um, kind of going from there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm trying to get better with pace, like knowing the numbers, because I think that, you know, is something you should, you should work to like depend on in swimming, but you know, working on it. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, so it sounds like that you, as you mentioned, you're working on it. You're working on these numbers. It sounds like you've still got areas that you really want to improve on, which I'm guessing makes it a lot easier to keep continuing to keep pursuing again, we've mentioned these longer events. Um, I mean, do you, is that something that you've been pretty thoughtful of heading into this fifth season? Um, I mean, I think there's, I think the, in the events I swim right now, like I definitely think I can go faster times. Um, I don't feel like anything I swam this year was perfect, obviously. Um, but I'm also really excited to be able to swim on this team that's coming in next year like with our whole incoming class um Erica Sullivan's coming in um we're about to be in the same distance lanes I'm really excited to train with her um we didn't have a whole lot of change in my training groups this year and like our distance free group um and I am groups there weren't a whole lot of changes with like the freshman class this year um but I think next year we're gonna have some freshmen that are gonna be in those like longer I am longer freestyle groups so I'm really excited to be able to uh to train with those girls. Um, and I think just our, like, I'm excited to see how our team evolves um, next year. I think, you know, we're, we're a team that has some more consistency. I think we're at that point where um, we can consistently be like one of the top teams. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to, to being a part of that next year. So this is, this was leading up to 
this question, which I, I'm just curious about. Um, do you, you mentioned how funny you think college swimming is. It sounds like a blast <laughs> and, and, and it's awesome that you're taking that fifth year. Do you think, are you thinking about swimming after that? You know, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I kind of go back and forth on it. Um, this getting this engineering degree has really kicked my butt. <laughs> it's been, it's been a lot of hard work. So, you know, on one hand, I'm like, I've worked so hard for this degree. Like, I think I should use it, you know, but if I have it, you know, I think I can, you know, use it later on if I want to keep swimming for a few more years. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the ISL sounds like a really cool idea. Um, like who doesn't want to do like a pro swimming draft and like be fancy for a, you know, <laughs> draft day. <laughs> That's literally what dreams are made of. But um, so I think that would be like a really cool experience. Um, I think I would have to revisit it at the end of um, next year, but definitely something I think, think I will consider um, next year. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, that's, that's exciting. I mean, I, I think we need pr more pro distance swimmers and I don't blame most of them for not wanting to stick around, but I think we need more. Uh, so, so with this incoming class is also your sister, uh, who's transferring from Arkansas. Tell me how excited you are to be training. Does she swim your events? Um, she does distance free, but she also does backstroke. Um, but yeah, I, I am so excited to be able to swim with her. Um, <laughs> I've missed her so much. No, not being in Texas, like not being in the same space anymore. Um, I was talking to her. I was like, Abby, I was like, you know, I was like, they're going to have to put like our first initials on our mesh bags <laughs> to tell our mesh bags apart, you know? Um, I'm really excited to have like sisters on this team. You know, you see the men's side. They all got, they all got brothers over there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to be able to have my sister. Um, I'm really looking forward to training with her. She works her, she works her butt off. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun year for sure. And uh, so again, Abby was a freshman at Arkansas this year. Mm -hmm. How much mm -hmm. recruiting did you put in to be like, all right, it's, it's time. You had your fun <laughs> away from me. Now, now come on back. Yeah, no, honestly, I think, I think a big part of it was, um, I mean, our family has weekly, weekly family Zooms. Um, so, Same. you know, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as you do. Um, and I think this year our, like our team at Texas was unlike, unlike any um, other team, any other year that, that I've had, like we've had great teams every year, but this year was different. Like this year all of us were on the same page. All of us like were buying into um, what we were trying to do as a team. And, you know, like it was fun. Like there was such a good energy this whole year, despite everything, like despite the fact that we weren't, you know, really allowed to hang out together. We weren't allowed to like sit down in dining hall and eat together. Um, all of those things, like despite all of that, I would still be on family Zoom every week, you know, being like, this is so fun. Like this team gets it. Like these freshmen, like, they know what they're doing. Like everybody is so excited. And I think part of, you know, my sister thinking about transferring and coming here was like having heard me like talk about how great this team was. Like, <laughs> I'm so happy to be a part of this team. Um, you know, everybody is so supportive of each other and, you know, everyone wants each other to do well, like genuinely. 
And I think that was something that, you know, really made her excited about, you know, maybe that's like a culture I want to be a part of. And so, you know, the recruiting was <laughs> like maybe a little inadvert, you know, but, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna work out. And yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, great teams uh, obviously start with great senior leadership, as I've heard. Uh, how many seniors are on? Well, how many, how many seniors are on the team? I guess we're on the team this year. So we started this year with four seniors, including me. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any senior divers. So it was just, um, the swimmers. Um, yeah, it was an interesting year to be, to be a leader. Um, you know, between the COVID restrictions and, you know, trying to get people on the same page of that and, you know, avoid any sort of like mass catastrophe of, you know, COVID. Um, That was challenging um, as seniors, I think. Um, But other than that, like the seniors who came back to swim this year were like excited to be here and excited to finish their year of swimming. And um, I think, you know, from seniors, like all the way down, like everybody really enjoyed their time that they put into, put into swimming this year. Um, and I think that did make, that really did set the tone, um, for the team this year. It was definitely one of the big factors. Um, and yeah, so I, I am the only senior coming back, unfortunately, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, we had, we had a great run and I'm really happy that I got to, um, that the girls who stayed, like we stuck it out for this year and yeah, it was a good year for, for, for them too. So, so with this being your fifth year coming up, have you, have you considered um, the role you might play on the team as, you know, you, I'm, I'm guessing you will be uh, obviously the most experienced person on the team. Um, but, but is it, I don't, I don't know how Texas does captains or, or seniors as leaders, but you know, it's like, there'll be a whole class of seniors who are, that's their fourth year. And mm-hmm. are, are you just going to supersede all of them and tell everyone what to do? Or will you, will you, will you take a step back and be more of like a, a sage elder who just gives advice? <laughs> um, I definitely am not trying to like come in and be like, I know all of the things. <laughs> My opinion is what matters. Definitely. That's not what I'm trying to do. Um, I think it's good for everyone um, you know, as you rise through the ranks, like I want these senior, these rising seniors to, you know, have a big voice and like have the chance to lead. Cause I feel like I've grown as like a person trying to, you know, make, make some decisions, um, for this team and, and lead. Um, so I want, I want everybody to be able to experience that. I'm, I'm definitely not <laughs> trying to be the ruler. Um, but, I think it, it's also going to be interesting because we, we have some post-grads still training, uh, Remedy, uh, Joanna, Madison, like it's going to be interesting because like Madison will be done swimming. Um, Remedy will be done swimming. Uh, I'm not, I think Joe might keep swimming. Um, but so I will be one of the oldest people <laughs> in the pool, which will be interesting considering I've swam with Madison every year that I've been on the Texas team. And she has been on the Texas team none of those years. So she's been here <laughs> forever, um, which has been great. But I, yeah, I'm going to be one of the older people. So that's an interesting uh, angle. I don't know how I feel about that yet. But yeah, I'm definitely going to try to like, you know, 
contribute in some of the same ways that I did um, this year, but I want to, yeah, I want the rising seniors to be, um, have as much say in and anything that happens uh, even more, maybe I can take a break, <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah. Just, just give yeah. the keys off, but still have a spare. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. Just purely from a swim nerd perspective. Um, I have to ask you've been training with Madison so long. Is there, is there an insane set that you guys have done together? I know there, I'm sure there's plenty, but is there one that stands out to you that, that you Madison have just cranked out? I, I ask her every time I interview her, she always gives me something good because she's always just doing insane things apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, um, honestly, I don't feel like specific sets stand out, but um, I just remember so vividly um, the summer after my freshman year, um, it was her and I in the IM lane. I think Joanna joined us briefly uh, in the 4IM lane that summer. Hold on. And so this was, remember, was this your first summer training at Texas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you stayed after so, your freshman year. Yeah. 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 No, I've, yeah, I've trained through all the summers um, with okay. Texas, but um, yeah, I just remember cause Tuesday mornings, everybody else was doing kick sets. Okay. So we, we shared that we split the pool with the men. So we have like the five lanes and everybody else has a kick set Tuesday morning, but I am the IMers had this, I used to call it big distance or like mega distance. I am, and it was just us in one lane. So we're not swimming like with each other. We're just swimming behind each other. Yeah. And everybody around us was kicking. We were like in the middle lane for some reason. And every Tuesday we just <laughs> have to nail, have to nail these like distance I am sets. It'd be, you know, like hundred fly 50 back, like, like a, like that 150 like four times, like that would be around. And then it would like rotate through other strokes for the next round. And even like to this day, I'll be like, Joe Madison, I'm like, do you guys remember how we did that? Like, I just can't believe, like, I'm like, I'm really proud of my nugget self for like having done those sets, like, especially behind Madison. I'm pretty sure Melanie Margalis like visited Texas for a little bit and did one of those sets with us. So I was like a nugget freshman in this lane with Madison and Melanie Margalis, like doing these distance IM sets. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's saying something to think back to that and be like, I really did that. Like, basically I can do anything, you know, like I did that as a freshman. I can do anything now. That's fine. It set me up for the rest of swimming. Yeah. You got to build the base young, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's in, in the middle, like in lane three of five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it was set up like that. I don't, I just like everybody else had the kick and then we were the long I am set that morning. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. so Going back to your, going back to Abby, uh, mm -hmm. coming to your sister, coming to Texas, did you all uh, train together when you were both in high school? You're three years older. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, we trained in high school together. Um, that, and actually like our stepdad was our coach in mm -hmm. high school as well. <laughs> so uh, it was, it was really great being all on deck, uh, swimming in the same practice and, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to having your lanes with me again. So I'm, I'm curious. Cause I, I think your senior season, it's, you were the real deal. I mean, you were a pretty, 
high up there recruit. It, it did. Could Abby actually keep up with you in high school? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we trained together. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember if we ever like raced sets like that. She definitely um, can do all the laps with me. She can hang in there with all those laps um, for sure. And I just remember, you know, as I've come back from college, like for, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or stuff like that, like I've come back and trained with her and every year I came back I'd be like damn Abby I was like where is this coming from like you can (laughs) she's like kicking my butt on backstroke and I'm like whoa like what happened like you know I leave and go to college and (laughs) I come back um but yeah I think I think um over the years I think this year of college swimming has really like shown her what what she can do and so I think coming into Texas, like she's going to fit right in and she's going to, you know, we're all going to be in those distance lanes doing the laps and I think it's going to be a good time. Nice. That yeah. it's, it sounds like it will be. And yeah. uh, so looking forward just to the immediate future a little bit, um, what's, what's the long course season look like? Are you heading to Olympic trials? What's, what's the emphasis for you again? sounds like college swimming is, is, is it for you, but, uh, how do you feel about long course and and the long course season? Yeah. Um, so I think right now, um, with everything, you know, meets kind of being weird still for like, you know, for COVID, um, I think the Texas is hosting like a elite invite meet, um, in the next couple of weeks. So we'll at least have that meet, um, because other than that, we haven't really swim long course meets except for those couple, um, like San Antonio, the pro meets. Um, so it'll be nice to actually like have done some long course racing, <clears throat> sorry, this semester. Um, but yeah, yeah. Planning on going to trials, um, looking forward to seeing what we can do there. Um, yeah, I mean, long course, long course is, is fun. I definitely, I feel like, um, emphasize the IMs more long course. Um, I've had like a couple good, um, years in the past, uh, got to do that 4am, 2am, uh, got me to Italy one year. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to see if I can, you know, get back to some of those times, um, a little bit long course and see, like, see how I, how, um, high I can place, um, at trials especially since I haven't done trial since I was, you know, a nugget, I was 16, maybe. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a lot better. I think going into this, having swam like other big meets, like big nationals meets, um, world university games, stuff like that. Um, it's like I'm much more prepared, you know, mentally going to a meet like that, um, than I was before. So I think that'll be cool getting to bring, um, some of that experience to, to trials. Definitely. Do you have a, a set event lineup yet? Um, I think my events are 2am, 4am, 2 free, 4 free. Honestly, I feel like some of those overlap or something of the trials lineup. <laughs> I don't even know what the trials lineup is. I'm just, you know, a couple things, <laughs> a couple things at a time these days. Um, but, but yeah, I think that, that that's where the focus is right now. Gotcha. That that's seems like a brutal focus, but you know, <laughs> seems good. I guess you don't yeah. have to do the mile, which is less yeah. yardage. Perfect. I need the turns. I need the turns for the freestyle anyway. So. <laughs> Fine. 
Nice. Uh, well, Evie, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. It's, it's been really great getting to hear your perspective on, on these topics. Uh, any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today? Oh, man. I don't know. Um, okay, here. Here's my new spiel. Um, if you're going to do college swimming uh, and you want to commit to years of swimming, or you want to commit to swimming college, like you should find a program that loves swimming as much as you do if you're going to stick it out for that much longer, because as much fun as college swimming it is, it is really hard. Like it's, it's, it's really hard to balance school and swimming and, you know, coaching changes, um, going from club to club to college. And so if you're going to put in that work and commit that time, like find a team that like, are your find that find your people. Um, because like you, de you deserve that if you're gonna if you're gonna put in all that work. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.